Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey, parents. It is Renee sending your teen coach and parent partner. I'm so glad you're here for episode 16 of this podcast because in this episode, we're going to talk about teen trap number three, which is blame. If you are the parent of a teenager, then there's a probably almost 100% chance that you've experienced your teenager blaming someone or something else. Maybe you blame the teacher. They didn't get a good grade on a test and they're said it's the teacher's fault. They don't know how to teach or it's COVID's fault or you have siblings and they're fighting. That's a good one. They're always pointing the finger at their siblings. So blame is just something that teenagers go through It happens. It's going to show up. I'm going to talk about three reasons why teenagers might be playing the blame game. And then we're going to talk about their road, a roadmap to responsibility. So number one, reason number one, why your teen um, may be blaming someone or something else is because they don't want to get in trouble, right? They're going to point the finger, finger at somebody else and hope they get off the hook. And it shifts the focus away from them. It's the teacher's fault. It's my brother's fault or my sister's or my parents or whatever. So they're shifting the blame away from them, hoping they get away away with it so they don't get in trouble. Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Number two, teens that have low self-confidence or low self-esteem. For those teenagers, sometimes it's easier to blame somebody else, such as the teacher or um, COVID or whatever, but rather than to admit that they need help or something is hard. If you have low self-confidence or low self-esteem, you just don't feel good in your own skin and you're not confident and you don't really believe in yourself, sometimes you don't want to bring that attention to you and it might be embarrassing or you might feel shame because you feel like you're not smart enough so you don't want to ask. So instead you just blame some situation as to why you didn't do well on that test. And the third one is to justify poor behavior. They might do something, but you didn't hear what they said or you didn't hear what they did. So when they do something wrong, maybe they get caught, they're gonna figure out a way, they're gonna blame someone else because in their mind, or they're trying to convince you that that justifies their behavior. So those are three common reasons why teenagers blame other people or other situations that I see fairly often. But regardless, the blame game is a trap because when teenagers are constantly blaming other people or other situations, that means they're avoiding responsibility. And that's something that's a really important quality for teenagers to learn going forward as they become young, young adults, right? There's a lot of value in being responsible. So I've created this little roadmap to responsibility for teenagers. I'm just going to go through it. And it's just kind of thoughts 
that you maybe want to share with your teenager and helping them understand the value of responsibility because they don't always see it right away. So number one is nothing changes when you blame others for your problems, right? If you have a poor grade on a test and you blame your teacher, that's fine, but nothing changes. You still have the poor grade on the test. So blaming others might feel good to blame someone else or something else in the moment, but still nothing changes. And so it feels good in the moment, but what you're doing is avoiding your responsibility, your ownership in this situation. And avoiding responsibility, it doesn't erase responsibility, it doesn't go away. So you have that poor test grade, you blame the teacher, feels good in the moment because maybe you won't get in trouble from your parents, but it doesn't erase any responsibility that you have in the situation. So did you get the poor grade? Is it 100% the teacher's fault? Or is there some ownership that you have? Did you do the very best you could do? Did you study? Did you ask for help? Did you go to tutoring? Did you complete every homework assignment? Did you raise your hand when you were stuck? right? Avoiding response, avoiding responsibility doesn't erase responsibility. So shifting the blame is just pushing it, look, uh, turning it away from you, but it doesn't erase the responsibility. It doesn't erase your ownership of your piece of the problem. And no matter how many fingers you point, the responsibility ultimately is still yours, right? If you have a poor test grade, you can blame the teacher, you can blame COVID, you can blame so-and-so, it doesn't matter. It's still your responsibility to bring the grade up. And that's just one example. I'm just going to follow through with that one. But you can apply this roadmap really to anyone. So number one was nothing changes when you blame others for your problems. It might feel good. This is two. It might feel good to blame someone in the moment. Number three, but avoiding responsibility. It doesn't erase responsibility. And number four, no matter how many fingers you point, the responsibility is still yours. Number five is this is actually a good thing, right? And we want to get this across to teenagers. This is a good thing because when you take responsibility, that means you're actually taking control of the situation. It's putting you in the driver's seat. When you sit there and say, hmm, okay, yeah, I don't like how this teacher teaches and it really doesn't work for me, but what could I do aside from that? What could I do to improve my grade for the next test, right? So when you take responsibility, you're taking control. Number six is by taking control, you get to decide how to respond or and or how to improve the situation, right? You're now in the driver's seat. You get to decide because ultimately you own your grade. It doesn't affect the teacher's life, doesn't affect your parents' life. It only affects your grade, right? So now that you're taking responsibility, you're taking control of the situation, and now you have some power. You get to decide how to respond and improve the situation. Not only that, the next one is that you gain the trust and respect 
from parents, teachers, and even your friends. If something goes on in your friend circle and you blame someone else, but then when you really look at the situation, you think, huh, I might've had some ownership in that. Maybe I did something that hurt their feelings and let me take ownership of that. You're gaining the trust and respect of your peers, of your friends. So taking ownership is a big step towards growing up. Gaining that trust and respect from your parents, your teachers, and your friends can go a long way, especially with your parents, right? The older you get, the more privileges you're going to want. So when parents trust you, and trust me, I know this because I raised three kids. My kids are now in their 20s. When we trust you, you can show this with your teenager, you're going to get a lot more privileges, right? So earning trust Taking responsibility, taking ownership instead of playing the blame game is a huge step towards adulthood. And finally, the last one is ultimately when you take responsibility and when you take ownership, rather than shifting the blames to somebody else, it feels good. You know you did the right thing, right? So back number two, I said it might feel good to blame someone in the moment. A lot of times Once that moment has passed and you've blamed someone else, and especially if you get away with it, what follows is guilt. And guilt doesn't feel good. It's not a heavy, it's a heavy emotion. It's not productive. So the last step on this roadmap is understanding that when I take ownership and when I take responsibility, it feels good because I know I did the right thing. And so that is teen trap number three on blame. I hope that was useful. And as always, I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.